When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to episode 964 of Flow Wrestling Radio Live. I'm your host, Kitchen Piles, joined today by the usual crew. Apologies not being there last week. We got JD Raider in his best, I don't know what shirt this is, but I like it. A little button up, little, little button up action. A little stripedy. We got oh, yeah. Ben Askren. It's getting chilly, you know. I had to wear long sleeves. It is getting chilly. It's chilly. What do you guys got? Like seventy-six degrees or something? Hi, no, it's gonna be high at eighty. Fifty-five something. right now, though. Fifty-five oh, right now, God. but it's gonna be in the eighties today. Wimps. It's it's tough out here. I know what they're talking about in the Midwest. Those winters are crazy. We're 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 feeling it right now, JD. It's tough. Um, weather aside, so much to discuss. Um, we've got. AJ Ferrari's case was dismissed. Austin Gomez in the portal as sort of a that was that was the easiest one to predict. That wasn't very hard. Yeah, uh, new gambling rules maybe maybe help the Hawkeyes and Cyclones. They came to their senses. I don't know. I don't know yet. We don't know anything yet. They're they're yeah. That does not mean it could mean good things, but it's not necessarily the case. We'll get into all that. I listened to this. Bo Nickel, Jocko podcast. Have you listened to it? Oh, I have not. Oh, I listened. Yeah, yeah, yeah really good. good. Well, first of all, Jocko is like, um, I try not to, um, you know, hold any man or woman in too high of regard. Like, not like worship a man or like have too much like I- idolize anyone. But yeah. Jocko comes close for me for, for <laughs> a, a person that okay. I. I revere in in such an incredible way. So That's why Christian wakes up what, at three thirty. Give me day. the number one reason why you feel that way. Um, because I I his how his philosophy on, on life basically yeah. and accountability and leadership and the way I I believe you know I don't know Jocko uh, unfortunately personally but what you know you okay. listen to. Hundreds of hours of someone, you can kind of get to know someone yeah. a, a little bit. Yeah, they're, they're going to slip up at some point if they're. Of uh, course, and, and he's not a perfect man, but um, you know, there's only been one of those, so he's he's uh, he's the man for me, and I just uh, I just love the way he thinks and his philosophy on life and leadership. Nice, very refreshing. Right, so, is a good podcast though? Ha- very good. I mean, you you're you're Mister. You wanna you you wanna. Learn all this Penn State stuff. You got to go to the sources, man. Yeah, there's not many occasions where so one of tells the, all the secrets. No, but you you got to you get an insight. You got to you get an insight for sure. And I, I wanted got to get it. into some of those, some of the insights. Um, but we don't have to start with that. We can do that anytime. Yeah, uh, I, I got so I got my sources. Don't worry. I got. I'm starting oh, yeah. to figure something. You've been out. a wealth of information here. I mean, honestly, it's 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 uh, it's what kind of what I would have guessed. Okay. Yeah. 
Is that it? <laughs> That's it. That's all I can tell you. See, now here's what's funny. He was Mr. Why don't they just tell <laughs> no, him? No, I'm I'm, that was a joke. It was supposed to be funny. But, um... Oh. When's no, the funny actually, start? I, yeah. Um, it's kind of... I what, A lot of gratitude. A lot of they love they actually love wrestling. That that's a really big one, I think, and I think that's overlooked. I think there's so many college wrestlers who are like too many matches, we're burnt out, we don't want to do this anymore. And I think they genuinely really enjoyed the sport of wrestling. Um, I think they probably aren't overtrained, which is uh, why they don't get hurt a lot. I think it's a huge one. Um, yeah, yeah. It, we'll circle back to it, maybe. Um, let's let's okay. get into it. Let's just do it now. I mean, I know. Like I listened to an interview with Mitchell and talked to Mitchell when I was um, in Pennsylvania as well. And he was like, yeah, they forced me off of the mat some days. He was like, I used to train, I used to wrestle seven days a week. And, mm-hmm. and now I was dying about this one because Mitchell would always, Mitchell would always like, yeah, I want to take today off, but I feel guilty, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, okay, you should probably just take today off. And they'd be like, nah, and he would do something anyways, you know? So for, like, probably two years, I was, like, literally suggesting this to him. But I didn't force it. I wasn't like, this is what you're doing today. I'm like, yeah, you should probably take the day off. Like, you went really hard the last three days. You did a bunch of two days. You should probably take the day off. And he'd always be like, nah, I feel guilty. I'm going to wrestle. And now now they're like, uh, when he, it was actually when he came, I was laughing because it was when he came back. He was there for a month, and he came back. And he's like, he's like, yeah, we take Saturdays off. It's really, it's really good. It's really helping me. Like you mean like I've been <laughs> suggesting for like the last two years? It's funny, Ben, and I wonder if this is sort of what, what you're experiencing with Mitchell. Like, um, even though you're not his parent, but you've been around him yeah. for so much of his life and yeah. I'm probably in a lot of ways. And I'm sure have you I'm sure you've experienced it well you probably more as, as your kids get a little older and more into sports, but like this happens so much with right now with, with Caleb and sports and in wrestling particularly where like you'll tell him something and it's like it's not really re- received not that he's like putting it down but you can tell it's not it's not like that light bulb thing and then a coach will tell him tyler or jd or whoever will tell him and then it's like okay yeah got it yeah, so i wonder yeah, if it's a little bit of that too like I think it's a little bit of that you just need that outside sort of perspective you're too on the inside ben yeah too on the inside no that that, that made me laugh but it was great it's that great. is funny. I love it. Uh, but a bunch of things. I just got a bunch of notes. So um, well, when Jocko invariably asked him about, like, hey, what is it like there? What is what is the culture there? And he, he said these, and he's like, these are, like, the three main pillars of, like, okay. the philosophy, which are maybe in no particular order, but he may have said that in this order, like, know what you want. So, like, understand your goals and have, like, okay. pretty clear vision for, I guess, what you're trying to achieve. Yep. Give effort, give give high effort, and show gratitude. Those are like the three yeah. m- main things that they he kept reinforcing, and then and that's also really consistent with with other things we've heard. So that's like I would guess I would describe that more as their a philosophy. Um, yeah. And then when they talk, uh, they got a little into the training. Of course, not a ton, and e- even if they did, would we really know what it all meant? But they said. He said, at the end of it, being proficient at wrestling technically is what is focused on most. Yes. He said that training is tailored individually. Like, every guy needs different things, which is, that's mm-hmm. sort of intuitive, right? Yeah. Um, that, hold on, hold on. You say intuitive, but it's I not don't implemented. believe a lot of colleges yeah. train that way. So even though, uh, even though 
And this is one of those things where it's like, I think if you asked, if you really put a coach in a corner and you had him in an interview, they'd be like, yeah, I, I know that different guys need different things. But then the practice of actually doing it, because it takes a lot of mental effort and time, they maybe skip out, cut some corners. So you know what I would maybe say? I, I, I'm unfamiliar with a coach that doesn't, in a program that doesn't have individuals, where it's like you're working yeah. individually with the kids. I, I'm yet to hear of one where they don't talk about that. So I would say right. in that way, they do have that individual focus, but, but probably when it comes down to practice time, that's yeah. when it's more... Um, like That's team right, practice. Yeah, that, that, yes, I agree. That's why I would I would second that. I think almost everyone does individuals. But then even within those individuals, like how technical, you know, like you can mail it in, right? You could say we're doing an individual and having a one-on-one and then teach the guy, all the guys the same things, right? Or just kind of make it real baseline. Mm-hmm. But like to really get into like the nitty-gritty details with individual people. And then I think like you said, even within the, the practices, I think different guys are doing different things. Yeah. Uh, He said that the drilling, light sparring, and live ratio is adjusted totally based on the individual. So some guy needs more drilling, someone needs more live, someone needs more sparring. That's adjusted. Um, And and this is another consistent theme through line as as we've been able to listen more and more to Penn State wrestlers just kind of talk about, yeah, just be, just talk, right? With all the podcasts they've been doing. Mm -hmm. But he said, man, we have all these amenities here. And Jocko's like, what, what, what amenities? He's like, the amenities that just help us do better. And he's like, what are they? He's like, hot, hot tub, cold tub, sauna, weights. It's all here. He's like, he said, but the biggest one is our sports psychologist. But he's like, but she's not. She's more than a sports psychologist. This, this like a life mythical Bonnie figure. Bonnie, yeah, yeah, yeah. Who has been there, and she, and he gave a little bit of her background, like. She helped Kale first, and then he brought her full time on staff. And you know, he he didn't get too into how how it works and how she's so effective. But you know, consistently, we've been hearing about what she brings to the table for Penn State is is highly highly valuable. Yeah. So that's notable. Yeah. Um, the the trainer. He said uses a lot of, e- like, e- I think he just described it as Eastern methods, which is not okay. something I would have expected. Hmm. They referred to the training lab, Coach Cal, as being very, very helpful as well. They were di- he was dismissive, and I've heard them be dismissive consistently of kind of like running for conditioning and that kind of thing. And yeah, ton- so tons, tons of heavyweight. <laughs> yeah. Penn's like, I've been saying this for years, Coach Smith. <laughs> I tried telling Coach Smith in 2003. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's funny. Um, so I'm trying the, to think of anything else. There, there's other things, obviously. It's a couple hour long. The Ohio interview. State uh, strength and conditioning coach who I did an interview with um, on that road trip a while back, too, he kind of said the same Myers, thing. Myers, that's the one? No. No. Um, okay. They're the actual Ohio State strength and conditioning coach, um, okay. Kevin Enchelmeyer. He said kind of the same thing about running when I asked him, like, hey, what, what's the best thing to do in terms of to get strong and get in shape? And it's like, lift heavy weights to get strong, wrestle to get in shape. Mm, interesting. And he said, if I'm being really nitpicky, he's like, you know, still do some conditioning work, but a bike is going to put less, Pounding. quote, yeah. yeah, miles, unquote, on your body, and will still have the same <clears throat> effect as running. 
So I, I know like the Ohio State team still had a, a run workout planned for later in the week. So it's not like they don't run at all. But it's like, mm, you know, think, think about a bike sometimes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, here's one other thing that I thought was so interesting. And I'd, I'd sort of heard a little bit of this previously, just like the data that they keep. So he said the the coaches will sit in a room and they will have data on what they did last year, three years ago, five years ago, decades of data of what they did. And I'd also heard that like, I think Cody and, and they just, they monitor injuries. And when guys are starting to get like, when you start to get a couple more nicks and they're like, they're logging all this data. So they're like, have a pretty deep, I think, understanding of like what could be leading to that in their training, and so they understand like when to throttle back or whatever. And man, I, that level of data and um, is I probably doesn't exist much in in the sport. Similarly, yeah, to bring it back to Ohio State, they all wear the aura rings, and they yeah. are very like even with like sleep, they have sleep data and just recovery data, everything. Um, they just collect a lot of data. But I do want to say, I think in a different interview, I don't think it was this one, uh, I was listening to Bo Nickel do a while back, and he said something that gave him an edge mentally in college was he would run home every day after practice, though. Yeah. <laughs> Did he tell Kale about it? Terry Brands. I don't think so. <laughs> Terry Brands talked about <laughs> But, but he, he would literally give Kassar, like, his backpack or whatever, his, and say, hey, you take this, and then he would run the mile home mm-hmm. or half a mile home or whatever it was every day mm-hmm. and he would tell himself like yeah, I bet Gabe Dean didn't just do that or whatever mm-hmm. and I remember Terry Brand said basically the same thing to Henry Cejudo because Henry's like what do I need to do to be an Olympic champion and he just told him you need to do something every day that no one in the world is, is doing or willing to do and Terry was like it, does, it didn't matter what it was he decided it was it was just that he picked something that he thought would be like valuable and set him apart and so he had this like I think like a pull up push up routine or whatever it was um, yeah. so probably something to that just uh, a mental mental edge I'm trying to think what else there's a, there's a lot of a lot of great stuff Bo's obviously killing it mm-hmm. and uh, yeah and what did uh, what did uh, did, did um, Jocko call Kale a wimp for thinking sleep is really important because Jocko gets it before you. Oh, that's everything. interesting. You know what? Sleep did not come up. And Jocko, at the end of the podcast, was basically like, yeah, we did not get into... It's a pretty long podcast, but he's like, we, man, we didn't get into a lot of stuff we got into. And then we started talking afterwards. And I was like, all right, we're going to have to do this again. So they'll probably do another one. Maybe they'll get more into that. That would be interesting. Listen, I, yeah. I bet Jocko would say if you're trying to be an elite athlete... You maybe need more sleep than the yeah yeah four or five. I mean, hours that, so that tonight. would be obviously like, if you're a Navy SEAL. Obviously, you're not going to compete under perfect circumstances. You might have to be deprived of sleep or yeah. food or whatever, right? Um, but I feel like that, and and maybe you know, Jocko kind of encourages people for to do that for their lives, just because there are too many people who are too comfortable and probably need to get used to maybe being a little more uncomfortable and sacrificing a little bit. Maybe that's what he would say. But for as far as an elite athlete, you've likely already sacrificed a lot. You likely are already are very, very tough. And so needing to wake up at a specific time every morning is probably maybe unnecessary. For I sure. Think, I mean, for Jocko's purposes, he's not trying to be the best in the world at an athletic feat. Like yeah. Jiu-Jitsu. He's, yeah. 
He's a he's a business person. He's a businessman. He's busy, busy person. And also, there's just some people that maybe he just doesn't need as much sleep. Maybe a time will come. That's not no, no, that's not factual. You gotta go read "Why We Sleep" by uh, who who wrote "Why We Sleep." You're the one that read it. I think that was Tolkien. (laughs) Shut. Why you be? You're antagonizing. Well, Matt, I, I threw a name out there. <laughs> they have they have never found anyone in the lab in the lab. They have never found anyone who actually needs less sleep. So, like, they test them on cognitive and physical tests after being sleep deprived, like less than eight hours, and they see how they perform. And they have yet to find someone who performs equally well with a lot of sleep versus a little sleep. What they say is a lot of people have slept so little for such a long time that their baseline is now set. At a at a where lower than where it should be, and so they feel like that's their normal when it probably shouldn't be. Mm-hmm. So both cognitively and physically, physically, mm-hmm. lack of sleep is really negatively affecting performance. It's pretty rare I can sleep eight hours, anyways. Though, like, what, you're what, probably what, close though. What would he say about that? Um, no, I mean, I'll, I'll, probably maybe one to two times a week will I get eight hours. So I, I think the adults are seven to eight. Yeah. Um, so, are you close to that or no? I'm. Yeah, I'm close. Of okay. actual sleep, though. Yeah, that's, that's what I'm saying. It's like you know. Well, he said I, this is weird because I know obviously not all the time, um, but there's times when like I'm thinking about an, an upcoming event or something, right? And I'm just like kind of going over it a whole bunch, and, I, and it takes me a while to fall asleep. But I believe the way they define it is eight hours of like in your bed. Uh, but then they do qualify that as like you must have a um, conducive sleep environment, i.e., like it's dark, quiet, and kind of cold. Yeah. Because if you're in the process of falling asleep, you're still quote resting, that, yeah. unquote type. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I believe I, I I'd have to reread to be, uh, but I'm pretty sure on that. Okay. Yeah. Well, now I don't have to read the book. <laughs> you got the cliff notes. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just gonna have Ben read every Ben reads like every book oh ever. So. Yeah, and just tell me what it means. Yeah, Save me a lot of time. <sighs> okay. Any other oh, Bo Jocko thoughts before we move on to Gomez or AJ, one of these no. transferring fellers? Let's do it. Okay. So Gomez, uh, the very obvious connection would be that he would wrestle for the University of Michigan. Signed with Cliff Keen. They have a need, etc. He does still need to get uh, the year, his next year. Because he did not <coughs> apply for a medical red shirt yet. Yeah, he hadn't applied yet. Or hadn't. Oh, okay. Sorry this was, this wasn't as the most obvious. He moves to Ann Arbor. He's got a year of eligibility. I think we said it multiple times. Yeah. Gonna, so I mean, he can, he can shop around a little bit, but he could. It's a novice connection. It would be, be kind of weird if he did. Uh, do you, Although think I Michigan, saw his... do you think Michigan, and I, listen, I love Coach Hormat, so Coach Hormat, don't get mad at me, I like you, but we can deal with realities. Do you think they should change their name to the Michigan Mercenaries since they brought in five uh, senior All-Americans? Uh, no, but they definitely <laughs> It's have... a great name, come on, Michigan <laughs> Mercenaries. Let's do, I... Just bring in all the seniors who have already All-American. Let's let's see in like three or four years if if it's still like this. I feel like it's not. I feel like there'll always be a team that's plugging guys in appropriately, but I I would guess that between a it's a confluence of just the everyone has an extra year. They have all these graduate. He's all their guys that have transferred are graduate transfers, right? So yeah, 
and plus the extra COVID year. Once that's done, let's see if they're still as involved. I, I still okay. But do you think anyone could ever break the record? Five senior All Americans in one off season. That's freaking impressive. That's gonna be tough to beat. Well, All American is gonna be, be tough to beat. But there are probably teams now with five transfers. No, no, five all, but they're all Americans. That I is know. that's relevant. It's freaking crazy. Yeah. So that that'll be big for them. And and we had a question like, hey, how far does Michigan go with that lineup? Let's and let's let's pretend Austin's in there. I I think similar. I think they're a trophy contender. I don't think they can even. I think it'd be tough for them to be top two. So who who? Okay, so they have Cam uh, Cam Amin, who's also an All American. Yeah. Um, and it, there's Will, no other All American. Will Lewant. Well, Will Lewant. Okay. Yeah. yeah, I don't think they could challenge. Uh, well, what's Iowa getting back now is a big question. That, that is, is the right, question. What are they end up with because I think if you if that if if Iowa has what they have right now, then I think Michigan could. Be, could be in second potentially. What if they have Iowa right now gets, is everyone. If Iowa gets everyone, maybe not. Yeah. Oh, you I, think they have everyone now? I mean, where have you? Other than you know, where have you seen that? Well, they're the suspended? gambling thing said they may get it back, but they didn't say it's guaranteed. No, no one has said that these guys are suspended in any public, real way. No one has said their names. Who who has said that there's Nelson Brands admitted admitted to it. He said my college career is over because that of this. Was, there's that one was deleted. Okay, did he say it or not? I, I saw screenshots. <laughs> okay, they probably told him to delete it, right? So yeah. we have a pretty damn good guess on which of the Iowa wrestlers are in trouble based on numerous things. Yeah. Um, although they may they may be coming back, right? Yeah. Um, so I guess yeah, if Iowa. And uh, listen, the gambling people—they might have listened to this podcast because they realized that this is pretty dumb. All these kids are losing a year over a little bit of bets. Yep. So I it guess is, we, we yeah. deal with the reality of they have all those guys back plus Ferrari. If yeah, and Ferrari such a and let's get into it because well, should we talk about the actual new punishments for those who haven't seen? Yeah, we can yeah. go for it. So now it's it's a three strike sort of punishment on the first defense. Eliminate penalties that result in student-athletes being withheld from competition. So, literally, basically nothing, regardless of dollar value of the wagers, including bets placed on their own sports at a, at a student's school. So, like, if an Iowa wrestler bet on an Iowa football game, mm-hmm. that would apply. Um, second offense, potentially involved withholding penalties, depending on the dollar value of their bet. And then on the third offense uh, resulting in a penalty could be a loss of one full season. Okay, so here's my question. First, second, third offense. This is much more reasonable. First offense. Is an offense getting caught with making 10 bets on your your team's football team? The the answer has to be yes, I would say. So so it's not really one offense because if you... the times you got caught. <laughs> yeah. It's like Christian is, you know, when you speed and they catch you, is that like your millionth offense okay. or is if it like I go, your first one? If I go to a bar and beat up 10 people, that's not one offense. That's going to be 10 charges of battery. Well, but how many did you beat up before they caught you? That's a great point. Everything's legal till you get caught. Okay. Yes. <laughs> so, well, it, I mean, I think it's pretty relevant. Like, uh, is an offense one bet or is an offense one I think it's going to get caught because it says regardless of the dollar value of the wagers. 
Yeah. Dollar value. But it says regardless. Okay. Yeah. Wow. So ball out that first time. (laughs) That's all good. No. Well, just not on your own. Well, the thing is, most of these college kids are broke. I mean, there's a couple of them that are making money, but most of them are broke, so they're probably not betting that much, anyways. Yeah. Well, as I've said, I hope the punishments are minimal because I just more than anything want to see them all wrestle. But at the same time, you know, they, they, what happened happened. And if you're betting, that's a rule. Yeah, but the rules are dumb. You know who I was listening to last night? That I'll, I'll tell you another book. It's so good. I was listening to Elon Musk uh, by Walter Isaacson. And, dude, when he started for SpaceX, it was so awesome. He said, uh, you know, they, these engineers would come to him and they'd say, well, these are the specifications. Uh, and he said, well, I need to know who made those specifications, why they made them, and if they're actually necessary. So he'd, like, make him go do the research on the things because it's like, I'm not going to listen to the rules or specifications. Like, I need to know why this is a specification. I need to know, is it actually correct or can I go around it? I can, yeah, I can relate to that. That's great. Uh, yeah, so awesome. Well, I think we would understand probably why they don't want NCAA athletes gambling. Yeah. So there's your specifications. Yeah. Well, I, th- I think well, I think the specific is on my own event or if, say, I was doling out information, I said, uh, you know, the star quarterback at Missouri. How would you know that? Question. How would you prove that? How would you prove exactly. someone had knowledge of a uh, Well, that's going to be hard to prove, of course. But if you, Exactly. If you could, that's, that's why, why it's so easier for them just to say, don't do it. They can't prove can't prove you saw the quarterback on crutches going to wherever, you know. Yeah. But they say I believe this rule says they can't bet on their own teams, and I said I'd be okay with that. But I think they should be able to gamble on. Um, well, they should be able to bet for their own team to win, and then they could gamble on anything else. That's crazy. Else, that is literally a crazy thought. Why is that crazy? Not. I mean, I know we already argued this one. To bet on your own team. Again. Him at school. To win. Yeah, let's go. That, oh, that's called. No, he man. means, oh, oh, he means okay. I'm an Iowa wrestler. I should be able to bet on Iowa wrestling in a to, duel. To win. That's crazy. Not by, yeah, but not if you're shaving points or nothing. Like, I I don't no. want to admit to a crime here, but I, I want to say I bet on myself a few times. <laughs> they had, they had, the unfortunate thing at the end, the odds were too good, so I couldn't keep doing it because I was, wouldn't win enough money. It wouldn't be worth it. Well, you're not making it in the one championship Hall of Fame. Yeah, <laughs> Christian, think about this. Let's, let's do the fight. I don't. I it's, it's really. If it's I honestly, think I'm going to win, if I think I'm going to win, why can't I bet on that? Well, I kind of detail. Well, I've already de- done detailed this on the show. No, just once. tell me in this one situation, why can't? Why shouldn't I be able to bet on myself to win? Uh because one, are how is how are people even going to know that that was the bet you made? One. Well, obviously, they, I mean, there'll be or your uh, team. What if trail. it's a team bet? Then you're. I don't know. It's a it's a weird deal. Should coaches be able to? I mean, yeah, I thought that's crazy. Cool. That's crazy, Ben. As long as they're not betting on the spread, if they're betting on the spread and then they're doing things to make that happen, then that's not. But if you're saying we're going to win, then you got guys. We all are right, win. all right. Let's say Coach X is betting on his team to win a duel. Now you got coaches pulling red shirts and doing all kinds of shenanigans to win a duel because they got ten Yes, grand. I love it. You love that. You love just no, pulling the kids. You know, no. oh, that's not good. Why is that not yeah. good, Ben? Because he just wants to win. Why is that bad? Yeah, maybe they shouldn't be able to do that. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Damn it all. All right, moving but on. Back to me. I should be able to bet on myself to win a fight, right, or no? I don't know. I think it's weird. It is a slope. Okay. It's weird. It's just... Slope. We got slopes. 
Slope function. I hate slippery slope arguments, but I just, I don't think it's a slippery slope. I just think, no, man, just, okay. aren't you incentivized enough to win? You get paid money to win. You can win championships. Now you got to, you're betting on your, what? Maybe have a better contract. I don't know. Why, why, yeah. why is gambling involved? I think, I think it's a bad, I think that would be a bad look. Well, these college athletes don't have contracts. Yeah, well, that's the, that's the game they decided to play. So yeah. don't, don't right, yell hey, when you have to. Let's get into, uh, uh, we did this once, so I don't want to do it again. Ferrari to Iowa. Is, is it going to happen? I don't know. Uh, so there's, there's a couple of things. One, and Angelo, I think, said it on the podcast. I think it was Clash of Combat. Um, that like a AJ basically doesn't know if he wants to come back to college wrestling if his situation's resolved or just do fighting. He's apparently training in New York currently, so you know he would have to decide that, right? That's one. Two, there is an eligibility thing where you have to have your certain progress to his degree. His degree. Now, he really has only been out one year from being at Oklahoma State because. Provided he finished his semester that he got injured in the 2022 season. Um, like, oh, yeah, that was because he got injured early. Wasn't it like right at the start of semester? Yeah, it was in, in November, uh, excuse me, January. So okay. he probably finished that semester. And also, I've, so I've been asking around, I asking coaches, like trying to get an understanding of the eligibility process because I don't know anything about it. Other than, like, broadly, you have to have some sort of percentage yeah, of co percentage course completion. Of and I was basically told it, it's unlikely this would be an obstacle for AJ, and he would also have a very good case for, like, a waiver because he could say, hey, I had this legal thing. I was, you could say, falsely accused or whatever you w would want to say. It was found to be untrue. And so for that reason, I, you get some leniency f in, in that regard, too, for your eligibility, provided he left Oklahoma State in good standing which we have no reason to think he didn't um, academically, yeah. of course. Mm -hmm. So it sounds like the academic hurdle won't be the – may not be. Now, that remains to be seen. I don't know his, his grades. I don't know what the NCAA would decide. But it would seem like it won't be, according to, you know, coaches that would have a decent understanding. And then, you know, then he would have to decide to go to Iowa after that. So it's like, do I want to wrestle collegiately? Can I get in eligibility-wise? And then do I want to go to the University of Iowa, if, if so? And it would seem like uh, very logical. His uh, Anthony is there. I don't know if Anthony's on the team. I don't think he is. I don't know if he's enrolled. But he was in Iowa City. He was, he was you know, Wait, was in the Anthony's room. Wait, Anthony's not going to Iowa? I thought he was. Well, he's committed. But I don't, I don't know that he's, like, in the school or on the but, team at wait. this point. He's two years out of high school, so don't you... You can do like one gray shirt year, but you can't do multiple. I'm just telling you. I don't. I don't. I'm not okay. trying to. I'm but telling you. Am I, am I correct on this statement or no? He is not on the official roster. He's not on the roster. I don't know if he's in school yet. Maybe he's working to get in school by second semester. But Got um, it. okay. But, as but there, like, you can only take a singular gray shirt year. Yeah. So his okay. clock's probably running. Yes. But yeah, regardless. So he's there, sort of. Angelo will be there, definitely. So it makes a lot of sense that he would go there. Iowa has a tremendous need at 197. It is, it is a, it is a, it is a hole for sure. But 
you would have to assume that's that's where he's going to go if he decides to wrestle collegiately. Definitely option number one, similar to Gomez, ideal spot. I wouldn't be surprised, though, if AJ, we know he's already training jiu-jitsu and MMA. It's just like, you know what? Screw all this college wrestling stuff. I did it, won my title. I'm just going to transition to my career in mixed martial arts. Yeah, that'd be an interesting yeah. decision. I don't know if I'd understand it, but, you know, who knows? Maybe he doesn't want to go back to school. Someone asked uh, about an AJ versus Brooks matchup. And, you know, based on the last couple of years, how they've gone, I feel like Aaron would be a pretty decent favorite in that match. Yeah. Just because we haven't seen that AJ wrestle. Be. and He hasn't been wrestling. Has, has, so, so would he have been not, would AJ have been not eligible to wrestle in any USA wrestling stuff either? Or uh, did he just choose not to? I would assume he chose not to. That would be my guess, but I don't know. You know, he, he, yeah, I don't know. Probably if you're not in a full-time, like, training environment for wrestling, he was kind of like, yeah. you know, in his mind, AJ's like, man, maybe my wrestling career will be forced to be over. So he's probably building his skills and all that. That's the, what I'm saying. Why, why train else? wrestling if I don't know if I'm ever going to be able to yeah. get back on a college mat? Well, I would say, man, that there's an educational component I think there's a financial component for AJ if he was in the era of NIL he could you know that could be very beneficial for him and I think you know there's no guarantees in MMA I think there's plenty of good wrestlers that translate but there's plenty that don't right that there's a lot of wrestlers that have made the attempt and not made it and just because he's an NCAA champion is far from guarantees anything Right, it's a it's yeah. a it's a step up in the right direction. It's better to have than not, but yeah. that doesn't mean you're going to be able to beat dudes up um, yeah. at I, the I highest agree. level. But there's a decent chance. There's a decent it's, chance. Uh, it's, it's probably a pretty darn good correlation. There is. I, I don't I don't disagree with that, but I think it'd be it would make more sense for him to. I'm just waiting for the two watches to come back out. Yeah. What's that? Yeah, he wore two watches for two, two, two national champions. Yeah, two NCAA titles, two watches. Uh. <laughs> and so the question, another question, AJ-related question, is how many years of eligibility would he have left? So Some I feel like the answer... still got three. Two or three. Um, I think... So the, 20, the year he won NCAAs does not count for anything. All right, it's 2021. <laughs> That's so funny. And then the next year, I think, is going to count as a year. For him, I don't think he's gonna be able to get a medical because he wrestled from November to January. He wrestled ten matches and ten duels. So they kind of give it away. January twenty third. But I think I think wrestling that deep in the season with no injury, I think is gonna be. He hit second semester. Yeah. So I think that's gonna probably hurt him. Um, So I think that year will count. Now last year probably shouldn't count anything. He never took a red shirt, so maybe it could count as his red shirt. So I think he'll have three years. If he got a medical for that Wait. ten and zero year, he would oh. have, he could have four. You're but, saying you get medical because last year was a redshirt year. Mm-hmm. So it's Damn. probably probably three or two, but maybe four. I'll say no. Maybe I'll say no. I'll say no way. Five watches. That would be so wild. If he could still win five <laughs> titles, that would be just absurd. Um, but long way from. Even worrying about that, literally years away from worrying about that, and him deciding to wrestle collegiately would kind of be the first step in that process. Yeah. 
and I think would tell us a lot about. I feel like if he says, hey, I'm coming back to college wrestling, boom, you could anticipate all the next chess moves because th that would mean he's probably been working through compliance throughout this process. That would mean, yeah, he's probably going to Iowa. But until we hear that, we don't really know for sure. Yeah. And, and you know, if Iowa gets him, hypothetically, and then they get all the – if they have their full lineup, back. they're going to be really good. They're going to be really very good. good. I thought about this, though. I don't know. If, I still don't know, think they're good enough to beat Penn State. Of course. No, no, no. Yeah, yeah. Penn State's I, that's not likely going to set a record this year. Penn, Penn State is – Penn State needs to fall, come back to them. They don't have the guys. Iowa, Iowa, no team in America has the guys to catch them, right? They just don't have that. Yeah. They they need some guys to fall back. They need, you know, really probably injuries would need to be a thing and probably multiple. Yeah. What's For, weird is that some weight classes, they have, like, uh, you, you know, backup <laughs> right back in there score some points. Mm-hmm. A few yeah. of them. Not, not I mean – well, if you include the redshirt, so like say like a Kasich, I think would do well, or obviously you have Mitchell, Facundo, and um, Haynes in the middle, and then there's someone else really good who just got there. I guess like a jo Josh Bars, but he's not proven, so maybe yeah, we don't count him. He's true. Yeah, you're right. With with true freshmen, they could, they could. Well, I think like happen. I think Kasich's really good, and we've seen how you know they've had other really good freshmen go in there and do really well. True, true. Dang, Penn State does not have an updated roster yet. What's wrong with them? They're always one of the last teams. Bro, mm -hmm. come on. Get it together. Yeah. Okay. Uh, big recruiting weekend. JD, do you want to tee this up a little bit? Yeah, obviously now that we're in football season, that's when a lot of these guys are taking their visits. So Iowa had a, a big weekend. I saw Marcus Blaze, Leo DeLuca. Will Henkel, Ladarian Lockett, and CJ Torres were there um, touring the facilities, taking their, their pictures and whatnot. So, Ohio State had a couple guys too, like Seth Mendoza, Vince Buzakis, Kunstek, Routledge, Younger was there too. So I know Virginia Tech had a big weekend last weekend. Okay. When they Who had a home there? game, Cooper Hilton oh, yeah. was there and, and a couple other guys. Cooper Hilton's still, he's a junior already? I think so. Wow. I thought that was still a sophomore. The time it flies. Time flies. Uh, the uh, you got to think Lockett is not going to be able to leave Stillwater. People have tried this. It's very hard to get out. And even Carter Young tried, and they brought him back <laughs> within they months. They brought him back. They said, <laughs> nope, not getting away. Um, you, Lockett, I don't know. I think he may be a little more open than people realize, but at the end of it all, you know, who knows what – Man, I heard that rumor, but then I saw it. You see, U-17 Worlds, you know, John Smith was up there sitting in the audience, not all that far away from uh, the Lockett family. I can't imagine that is going to happen. Yeah. For, for sure, for sure. They, that'll, they are absolutely shocking. the leaders right now to, to get D-Lockett. His Instagram post was interesting. He said, like, always been an Iowa fan. It's him as, like, a really little kid in an Iowa really? sweatshirt. Yeah. Um, and then he said, like, uncommitted, and, you know, they all, they all post the, the singlet pictures now. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, mm -hmm. I mean, t to me, that would be huge. Blaze, I think, Blaze and DeLuca are, man, can you imagine that one-two punch? They're, 
They're both phenomenal. I both I think both are. Blaze so is a really good brother at Purdue. I wonder mm-hmm. if they they'll be in the mix or not because Purdue yes. actually has you know they have Matt Ramos now they're small and if they can keep him around they'd be a really good training partner. AJ Shop is a big pull yep. for as a as a coach. His resu- lightweights. His mm-hmm. resume is you know really strong there. Mm-hmm. So, so yeah, um, something to think about. I'm trying to find but Cody D- Merrill is the only. I'm looking at the big board. Cody Merrill is the only uncommitted senior. Oh, Kyler Larkin also actually. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the twenty mm-hmm. class of 2024 this year's seniors are for the most part all locked up. I know where I heard those two are going. You hate rumors, Christian, so I can't tell you. Oh, yeah, you're right. I I mostly do. Yeah, he said, Uh, been a Hawks fan, uncommitted visit. And it's him in the Iowa singlet. It's him as a little kid in an Iowa singlet. It's him with this. Miss Hiss has been in more (laughs) promos. This dang snake. You don't know Miss Hiss? Ben, we've brought up Miss Hiss for years. Miss no, Hiss is, is, uh, is inside is, joke. I don't get it. No, it's not an inside joke. Um, it's an outside joke. Miss Hiss is a snake that was Sammy Brooks's. Oh, I've heard. Yes, I have heard. Max and that, Mirren, then right? Max Murin's, and now I oh, think okay, it's Gabe yeah. Arnold's. But also, and maybe the the succession plan for Miss Hiss is, you know, Gabe Arnold and then D Lockett. I don't know. I don't know the the snake plan. <laughs> but this, so yeah. That's how they got Gabe Arnold. They love. Oh yeah, we hey, we didn't say this though. Um, Penn State got PJ Duke. We did not say that last we week. Y'all haven't talked about that yet. No, we talked about. Yo, it. I think Sounds it might like have been right after our podcast, it. right? I'm pretty sure. I remember putting when? it in the doc. I think we did talk about. Yeah. That. Oh, I thought we didn't. Maybe, maybe it got skipped. But well, shame on y'all. Uh, yeah, PJ, man, all, all reports. Seems like he's going to be the real deal. He's going into a super crowded situation there, but I think, I think in this anymore, I think that's not going to be intimidating for a lot of kids. One, because this is why I thought we talked about it. Because I feel like I'm going to. You definitely weren't here. Okay, because one, okay, these guys probably don't really envision themselves behind people. A lot of the best guys don't really see that as an obstacle. Two. Yeah. Red shirting and the way you can balance that. But three, it's never been easier to leave a situation that maybe isn't going to work out, right? It's been fine. You know? You can, You're not you investing can, four years or, lose, or no, losing a year anymore. It's going to be so easy. And, and I don't think that's the pitch. I don't think Penn State's like, hey, if it doesn't work out, you can transfer. But in, in the back of everyone's mind, you know, you know that you're not as locked in for four or five years necessarily – because it's it's easy to get out and now we have not seen the a glut of guys entering the transfer portal from Penn State or a lot of these high high caliber programs anyway so a lot of them they end up staying anyway but I think for someone like PJ it, it makes sense and you know I think with that weight range and how much success they've had you can see why he would be like yeah this is this is the place for me it's not not a hard pitch for <laughs> for Kale and company to make. Yeah, not a hard one th- at all. So I the main thing for PJ is man, can can he stay healthy? If he can stay healthy, he's he's for real, for real. And and everyone says his character is just like incredibly high, great leader type of kid. So that's what I've heard in, in my conversations about him. 
So very good get for Penn State. And, you know, there, there's no point in worrying about, you know, what a decision is really. How many years down the line? Three, two or three, really, before they're sort of confronted with that. Who knows what will have happened by that point in time. Okay, now mm -hmm. we've talked about PJ. We're not going to do any tears today. Because we're going to do yeah, questions. I figured that would be the case. Okay. We answered Tanner's and Avery Lynch's question. Is the chat saying anything? I didn't even got to check in on those ne'er-do-wells. There was uh, I don't know what they were doing. There was one person who was like, I think he was trying to pay money or something to say, do you age of Iowa? Is that what this means, that he's trying to pay money? What do you, What does what mean? Scroll up. So scroll like up in the chat. And there's a, it says, Chiefs fan, 1999. Do you think I will go to AJ? But I'm not familiar with YouTube stuff, so I can't tell you what this actually means. I don't yes. think we have think, to give it to AJ. I think I will go to AJ. <laughs> yeah. Um, oh, my gosh. Kozak said, no need to sleep when your life is a dream. Am I right, guys? Wow. Oh, my God. That's incredible. <laughs> um, this guy, he, did he give us 1999? I believe so, yes. That's what, what I'm asking you. <laughs> Shout out. Thank you, Chiefs fan. Sorry, Keith. Keith's so number one pay our listener. Yeah, honestly, that's how we're going to base our, our ranking, Keith. And Keith only, <laughs> sleeping, Keith only sleeping five hours a day is a compelling case that you should sleep more. <laughs> <laughs> oh, roasted. He says he trained up his uh, sleeping abilities to only be able to sleep five hours, similar to... He practiced no, not sleeping. ...exercise no. routine. I don't think it works like that, though. He practiced it. Practice makes perfect, JD. Coach said it, it has oh, to be goodness. true. Oh my god! Um, all right, shout out Keith. Get some rest, buddy. But he's on all that gear. He's be talking about. He's be posting the pictures of the vials. So who knows how he's performance right. enhanced? I got a question for you, Christian. Uh oh. Because um, I saw you. I saw you tweeting about this, and I, I I even got to watch the video. And I said, "Is there a wrestling comp to Miami running the ball and said oh they when they could have kneeled it for the win?" I actually and this have is 2017. Iowa only that comes to mind: Stolvers, Rachel. Rachel, yeah. So, honestly, there's like here. Here's the equivalent. If you haven't seen this, Miami football has the ball. Third down. There's less than 40 seconds to go. The team they're playing has no timeouts. They have won the game. All they have to do is to is to decide to win, and they decided to continue playing. So they could have taken a knee and the game is over and they win. Instead, they run the ball, they fumble it, and they give, the team goes 75 yards in two plays. It is, I've it never is, seen anything I, like that. There's it. no comp. What you, about, okay, hold on, Christian. I got one. What about, what, wasn't it last January? Wasn't Gilman winning a match at the end and just whiffed a shot? No, and gave a bro. Run? This is, this is, no. No, no, no. There's no. It didn't happen? That is not even. Equi remotely equivalent. Okay. Having bad right. tactics in a match where it's still in the that's still a happening is there's no comparison to the only comparison I can think of is like, all right, it's time to weigh in, and then bringing them to Golden Corral and making them eat all the food right before weigh-ins, and then they all miss weight. Like it's that level of destruction. It, it's incomprehensible. There, there's never, I will dare say, apart from like literally harming an athlete, there's no coaching decision, and that's sort of a separate bucket, 
that has ever been tactically as bad as the one that coach made. <laughs> I'm dead serious. You cannot find. He just decided to not win. Get the IRS. Uh, to Someone needs. I'm. I even alluded to that. What it's, if Christian? It's, what if he bet against? What if he bet against himself? What? Well, these are the things I'm wondering. <laughs> I know you. He need, might have. It, he's done this before. And he has literally done what? this before. He's done what before, Tyler? It's not, not as bad, but, but close. He could have he could have run the a game down to like 16 seconds and then they were punting. And instead, he just ran plays and like like lost the game. This is when he was at He Oregon. refuses to take knees. He doesn't want to take a knee, so he's just he's just not. Listen, I don't. I, I love it. This is like Iowa style, baby. We bring the heat the whole time. Iowa we don't do sixty style. minutes. No. You know, we don't do fifty-eight minutes and kneel for two minutes. We just keep the pressure on whole time. We're trying to finish them. You play to win. That's how the we do. Game. We finish them. We're not cowards. No, Ben, you wouldn't yeah. do this. Yeah, no. we're not cowards. We bring the heat the whole time. No, we need more reps. We need more reps, Christian. We gotta get the reps. What you, is you practice to for? Our, you still try to steal reps from us. I'm so irritated. It's insane. <laughs> it's insane. You're just uh, trying to ruin, ruin They're trying to get better. They're trying to improve right now. Well, they just in. lost to Georgia Tech, so how'd that help? <laughs> it's so... It is... There, there is... <sighs> yeah, someone said winning 14-0 and trying a throw with 15 seconds left on the clock, landing on your back and getting stuck sounds comparable. I, I hear you. It's this is worse. This is worse. No, they were the same thing. They're trying to keep the pressure on. No, just because they're both yeah, dumb man. doesn't mean they're the same. Ben, <laughs> not the same level of dumb. Someone says this is totally just. I'm just reading Facebook that AJ is visiting Iowa City on Thursday, ten twelve. I don't know how Steve Franklin knows this, but I just. Well, read Steve that. Franklin's related to Colby Franklin. Could be his uncle I don't or think something. So. Never know. Let's see. He lives in Michigan. So I got uncles all over the place. That's, that's true. I got uncles, yeah, a bunch of states. You got uncles in Alabama, I bet. That's true. See? How about I was surprised Mitchell Messenbrink knew that Alabama was good at football, actually. I commented on your They post, probably <laughs> I saw that. I think I they probably he just heard that. He probably doesn't really know that, you know. It's yeah, I, yeah, I you should have challenged him to name like a few Alabama players because I don't know if he could have done it. Probably not. That's football is so like pop culture universal that you just yeah. don't know. Yeah, this guy does like wrestling. Let's see. Oh yeah, I don't oh, know. Steve Franklin. Yeah, I don't see Colby on there, but that doesn't that doesn't mean anything. Okay. Next question: Does the new rule set hurt any of the top ranked guys or help any lower ranked? I mean, I, I think the, the the long and short of it is the guys that are truly just top specialists with, like, neutral deficiencies are they're in a less advantageous position right now. You know who the best one of those was? Who? I brought the, I brought this up to my athlete. Jake Patchesill. Remember him? Oh, my gosh, yes. He would shoot I actually top thought he would point up every time. It was the best gimmick ever. Top. No, he would do this, and he would like, and he had the big socks. It's funny because now the big socks are cool, but when he did it, it wasn't cool. So maybe he started the trend. I don't know. Jake, Pataxel. but he would just boom and just just get that wrist and just start tilting. Lezak was auto top too. He literally, Lezak at least had some stuff on his feet. He for sure was a top. Yeah, really, really good. But like Pataxel no. would literally do like, he would just come yeah. out there and just grab their wrists. For the period, as long as he could, and he would get taken yes. down, but it didn't matter because he would get on top. I think he won. Yes. 
He made it to the middle. Well, my buddy finals. Andrew Sherry was beating him nine to two, and Andrew Sherry was a one-year starter from Mizzou and never qualified for NCAAs. I love you, Andrew. Don't get mad at me saying that. It's true. Okay. <laughs> he was whooping Patricil. He was whooping him, and Patricil got on top. And I want he I want to say he turned him three or four times. He chose he boom he, he topped him, and then he freaking <laughs> tilted him up. Yeah, it was the same. It's not like he had this diverse skill set on top. It was like the same two-on-one tilt, basically, yes. <laughs> repeatedly. Like, he literally, it's actually sort of incredible. It really I don't is. Think, I don't Everyone think there's, knew it was coming. Didn't matter. I don't think there's anyone that was more single-threaded through a sing, one technique than Jake Pataxel yes. and had success, yes. and other than him. Um I can't think. I can't think of anyone comparable because, to your point, it wasn't a, a diverse skill set. Top and top's one of the funny things. Because top is, you know, like on your feet. If you're really trying to force just one move, it really can be kind of shut down relatively easily. On top, if you're a beast, sometimes you can just force that one move. Like we had another guy, and not on Patchell's levels, but we had Ashton Primus. He had the same crossface cradle. He only lasted a year, but he got 20 pins in one year with the same crossface cradle. Yeah, it was crazy. Crazy. Yeah, he he was the most. Uh, so it, this, these rules wouldn't have helped him, Jake Pataxel. Yeah. But you know he's still a beast. Yeah, he might have got teched by the third period against certain people, if it was uh, you know a two point discrepancy three and one versus a two point discrepancy two and one. We need WrestleStat to go back to like the. He eight, would have also nine, had ten. four points. Yeah, four pointers. Oh, but he would have got four point. You're right, <laughs> though. He would have got now. four pointers. Yeah, he was a five gets you three era guy. So who knows? Mm, yeah. There's some. If you want to look him up, Flo's definitely got some videos of Jake Pataxil from his really run for sure, for sure. Because I remember watching him. What year was man, that? Man, there's, there's like eight, I feel nine. Like there's a uh, because you know what the match I get mad about that you guys don't have and Martin was there, but I think he was the only one on a camera and he walked over too late. They came. My to man the end. Josh Wagner threw yeah. Metcalf on his back twice. And somewhere the film exists of Metcalf drilling him in the third period, but he came back and uh, won like 16, 13 or something. But the beginning footage, I don't believe it exists anywhere. Yeah. Uh, no, it doesn't. Well, you don't know, because you look for it also? What, that Josh Wagner video? Yeah. Yeah, it's just the end with Brent like kind of drilling on him. Yeah, I know. It's annoying. No Damn one it. Has, no one has the throw. <laughs> But yeah, I can't find it. There's no videos of. I just typed in Jake's name, and there's well, no you probably can't spell his name because you don't say it right either. How do you say it? P A Pataxel. 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 P A T A C S I L. C Oh, I got the C and the S backward. Yeah. All right. Let's see if this helps. Yeah. Hey, look at him videos. just getting. The, oh, he might be on top. Oh right now. no! There's a there's an Anya Anaya Pataxel. Well, J A K E. <laughs> Try that. Um, uh, I didn't type. I, type, I actually figured there's no one with the same last name. Now we're on a Pataxel deep dive. Yeah, we can do that. Yeah, All right, here's, here's a family. crazy match. What do you think uh, of that family? Oh, here we go. S. Cooper. He must have wrestled in it. He wrestled in the Midlands after he was in college or something? Because these are 2016. Yeah, this is a boiler it. This doesn't count. Oh, he's killing this. He's got a leg in. He's still tilted oh, whirling. He gets. He got the first takedown. This is not a vintage Pataxel match. This goes against everything he stands for. First period takedowns. He plays chestnut checkers. Yeah. He goes against everything Shane believes in getting uh, first takedown. For real. The okay. first takedown stat is the one that annoys me the most of all stats. It's yeah, these are better. It's so yeah. dumb. Yeah, it's crazy. All right. May I continue? 
Oh, oh man, that was fun. I love well, talking about Jake Pataxel and choosing top. It's, yeah. it's great. Uh, Joseph Floyd, what's Spencer's new role? Uh, I was in Iowa last week. That's why I wasn't here. Um, doing something pretty cool with... Uh-oh, what are we doing? Doing a... Uh, I don't know if I can say. I could say. Why can't I say? We're doing a, we're doing a Spencer Lee, Austin DeSanto documentary. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Like indeed. the buddies or what? Like a, like a cop film? Buddy cop? Buddy. <laughs> yep. They're going to fight crime in Iowa City. I love it. It's going it's to be more reality. It's kind of like Cops meets Vision Quest meets, mm. meets uh, <laughs> Commando. Yeah, it's kind of, that's kind of what that'll we're be our '80s movie we're, watch. We're kind of dipping. Yeah, weren't we supposed to do a movie watch on Commando? Commando, we need to. <laughs> Shane left for the entire football season. <laughs> Shane's been gone forever. I don't check in on Shane. I have no idea, but his new role. Sorry, I, I was it. I was there. He's he's focusing on freestyle. He's locked in. He's he's training. Yes, baby. I watched him wrestle. He is wrestling without limitation. There was. No knee brace that I saw or anything like that. He looked looked good. He was tre- wrestling with real woods, which would indicate a pretty significant level of health required yeah. to, to wrestle with someone of Real's caliber. Mm-hmm. He also did a practice with DeSanto while we were there. So yeah, he's he looks good. Austin looks Austin's big. Austin, Aust- oh, Austin's going up then for the next year. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. He looks. Big. He was wrestling with like a 65, 74 pounder and have, having his way. Nice. Can we do Slink's question? Yeah, read it. Is a healthy Brayton Lee contender at 157 last year? He was uh, obviously dealing with entry. I'm not ready to say that yet. Um, I mean, I but, uh, uh, 100% old, you know, three years ago, Brayton Lee. M- yeah, m- maybe, but I mean, also it's a different year with different wrestlers too. True. The 57 we were talking about was like last year was like Brayton Lee, Will Luan, Quincy Monday. Now it's Levi Haynes, it's Meyer Shapiro, um, and, and those kind of guys. I, I just think they're. I just think so highly of them. Um, I'll be so if if Brayton beat Levi Haynes, just just like closer. Like I just can't envision that. It's, it's just because of the year he had last year. Yeah, um, I mean, it is. He was not good last year. It's hard to imagine him getting that much better in one year. Brayton Lee was damn good two, three years ago when he was 100% healthy. Um, Good. Uh, but we're talking about winning a, a title. He lost 10-5 to Garrett Model in his last good year, as you would describe hey. it. And uh, Haynes lost to Vinny Zerbon last year. Oh, no, he was a true freshman. Oh, good point. Get him, J.D. True freshman. True freshman. <laughs> Brayton was a true freshman in the 2018-2019 season. So, very different points. And um, Levi avenged that. Listen, everyone, I love Brayton. Some Lee. guys go to college for seven years. Yeah, they're called doctors. There it is. <laughs> I hope Brayton Lee is back to at least close to 100%. I do, too. Listen, I love Brayton. Would love Healthy. to see for Indiana. I feel like their middleweights are, are, are making strides. It, would love to see it. Would love to see him finish on the podium. Um, but I, I feel like he's going to have a, a limited schedule, and that's good for him. But I think 57 is really tough. And yeah. if he does come back and even, you know, doesn't win it, but is back to a at least comparable version of his older self, and we're talking All-American, High All-American, that's 
I can't remember like a turnaround like that where a guy goes four and nine to yeah. Hmm. Um, there's uh, there's got to be there's got to be I'm sure there is, but I'm just trying to think similar. off the top of my head that hmm. dip in performance like that back to. I mean, well, dip. So the dip is important because there are guys that yeah, started back. really. I know, but I'm talking about a dip where you w- literally went from preseason ranked one or two to unrakeable, yeah. can't qualify, can't qualify back to top four or five guy in the country. Yeah, you're right. That's a good one. That is rare because I was gonna say someone like Mike Very Mock, rare. I think, was like really bad at the start. Uh, <laughs> Drew Foster. <laughs> Drew Foster. I'm pretty sure had like a losing record, and then they just got freaking better. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, okay. Oh, nine thirty-one. Last one. Last one. High school wrestling yeah, legend. How many father-son combos have won worlds? Is Vito a first? Yes. Um, I it do is? believe that is a first. Father-son yeah. world champion. American combo. or anywhere? Anywhere. Really? I'm. That's what uh, I was told by sources that I believe. I did not wow. do my own research. Jason Bryant, can you fact check JD for me? Because I feel like I don't know all the other countries, but I feel like there would. It's crazy that there was none. We know all their dads. We looked into it. Medalists, but champ? It's hard to become world no, champ. No. It is. There's only a few of them. Okay. Wow. That, I mean, that would be freaking amazing if that was the first one ever. Indeed. Okay. We go. We thank you so much for tuning in. We'll be back. What is the regular day? Thursday? Yes. Okay. Yeah, gonna, <laughs> I literally had a moment. There. Monday, Thursday. Monday, Thursday. We'll see you Thursday. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. A lot of reasons to keep it on Flow Wrestling. We'll keep you up to speed with all the breaking news, all the haps. Super 32 this week? Next week? No, it's not for two weeks. Okay. I don't know. I got ahead of myself. I was excited. Thank you guys so much. Have a great day. Happy Monday. Goodbye. See you.